Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Greetings and salutations, friends, and welcome back to Truth Seekers. Here on Truth Seekers, we explore some of the strangest and most mysterious stories on planet Earth. And tonight, of course, will be no different. Tonight, we'll be talking about the Dark Knight Satellite. Now, I have sort of followed this conspiracy probably since the STS mission occurred, which believers of this conspiracy believe uh, that during that first mission to build the International Space Station, this mysterious, some say alien, satellite was photographed. Later, NASA would claim that it was space debris, a space blanket. For those that are not aware, a space blanket is a silvery metallic, sort of like those emergency blankets uh, that you see people have in emergency preparedness kits. Looks something like that. But what we get, according to some analysts, can't be 
It can't be. There's structures shown in the photograph. You can see headlights in the photograph. Uh, I'm unconvinced of that. And so are most people, uh, especially if you do a little research. More than anything, I believe that a group, uh, that this, this story is interesting in that through this story, we can see how a group of completely unrelated events comes together to form a, a more coherent story. And these uh, separate events that I believe are completely unrelated, uh, well, maybe a few of them are somewhat related, but these series of events, historical events, are gathered together, brought together, People have connected those dots to create the legend or the myth of this Black Knight satellite. Uh, I would love to believe that this story is true, like most people, uh, I think, who have an interest in aliens and alien visitation. What an amazing thing that would be to find out that there is a 13,000-year-old alien satellite circling the earth, perhaps studying us and sending information back to its species that created it. It's a great story, but is it true? Well, friends, tonight, I think we may just find out. So there is uh, a treasure trove of videos and uh, podcasts about the, the this Black Knight satellite. Um, there is a huge amount of uh, actual photographs and stories about it on the internet. Um, I'm going to just briefly share my screen to show you some of what's out there. Because if you do want to journey down this rabbit hole, uh, there's plenty in that rabbit hole for you to find. Um, but just a quick search, just a quick search of uh, an image search of the Black Knight satellite finds you. Mostly these are images from the STS mission where the photographs, and these are on NASA's website actually, uh, you, you can you can see these photographs of the actual what was photographed that people have claimed is the Black Knight satellite. Now, one of the problems, however, is uh, that the more you search, the it seems that people have taken the original NASA images and manipulated manipulated them. And there are some other images that are completely may not be related that you also get. So you have to plow through a lot of different material. And here is my favorite image of the Black Knight satellite. But no one can show me the source of this image. And tonight we're even going to see a video of this. Looks like a spacecraft, not a satellite to me, but someone has claimed that this is the Black Knight satellite. And of course, uh, it's on newsbreak.com. 
a less than, let's just say it's a less than reputable uh, online news source, newsbreak.com. It's, it's equivalent of the World Weekly News or the National Enquirer. They post a lot of alien stories, UFO stories, um, Bigfoot, monsters. Yeah. Uh, but on their website, they claim this is the most clearest and closest video of the Black Knight satellite. The problem is uh, for this image and the video that this image is taken from, no one has ever been able to find the source of where that video came from, which means with a very high likelihood and probability that is a CGI created hoax that the problem with the Black Knight satellite pictures and claims is there's very little detail shown in, in some of these actual photos. Now people have claimed to blow it up and found headlights. I don't know what headlights would be doing on an alien satellite, but okay, that's one of their arguments. There's headlights on it. Can't be artificial. <coughs> Can't be space junk. <coughs> Now, there is a, a very good sort of introduction to this Black Knight satellite. Um, I've been sort of going back down this, going back down this, you know, rabbit hole and rediscovering videos from before, finding new ones with people talking about it. Uh, I found a very good explanation of the Black Knight satellite, which presents each of these separate events that have sort of come together to create this Black Knight conspiracy theory. And I thought he did a better job than I might at explaining this. So uh, we are going to uh, play that video. I'm going to cite fair use. The video is only about five minutes long, but I will be stopping it along the way for commentary and further explanation of the points that he is making. Um, but I, you know, I, I really thought that he did a great job on this. And uh, this is from Trey the Explainer, uh, which is actually a great, he does a lot of great work uh, on a lot of strange subjects that I like. So I would highly recommend you check his website out, but we're gonna cite fair use uh, for using a portion of his video on the Black Knight satellite. Uh, we'll be educating the public about this conspiracy theory of the Black Knight satellite. We're going to be uh, comment commenting on the contents of the video. This is the definition of fair use. So we're going to cite fair use and we are going to check out this video. And it's called Cryptid Profile Black Knight Satellite. And I've queued it because the first portion, uh, you know, I just don't want to play the whole thing. So uh, let's take a listen. Increases. All these photos can be viewed on the NASA-run Gateway to Astronaut Photography of Earth, which catalogs every photo taken above Earth's atmosphere, giving their exact location, time, photo conditions, and a brief description of the subject. NASA's description of all these photos is labeled space debris, which links to dozens. Yeah, and it's interesting that NASA uh, said that these these so-called uh, alien satellite images, these were space debris. More specifically, there was a space blanket that got out 
I, why astronauts are throwing space blankets out their windows or cargo hold, I don't know. I don't know how the space blanket got out of the space shuttle, but it did. And they're calling it a space blanket. And I have to say that originally when this, when these pictures broke, they were all over the early, early internet. I think it was 2003, maybe, right? It's like, you got to go on AOL to see them, you know? <laughs> anyway, uh, I remember getting high res versions of the of the images from NASA's website, even trying to blow them up myself. And I, at first I said, there's no way that this is a space blanket. There's no way it's a blanket. That is a structured craft or some sort of solid large metal object. It can't just be a little space blanket floating around in space. Later, we may see the proof of how just how wrong I was in that fur and I was fur I was committed that NASA was lying. Of other examples of trash and man-made materials discarded on NASA missions into space. Hardly a UFO or alien vehicle. Now I know what all you conspiracy theorists are gonna say. The government is trying to hide evidence of the existence of aliens. So, okay then, let's further examine the STS-88 mission and not just take NASA's word for it. Now, it's important to remember that it is extremely common for astronauts during missions to either intentionally or accidentally discard man-made materials taken aboard the mission into the vacuum of space. Yeah, I, I think they should be more careful. And here's why. For those that don't know, let's say for an example, a astronaut was working on a satellite in space and he had a wrench and he dropped the wrench and the wrench flew away. Uh, that wrench could destroy uh, a spacecraft. They start orbiting the earth at incredible velocities and they could destroy a spacecraft. So I, for one, or a satellite or a space station, a pebble, a pebble going that fast could just, could, rupture uh, the the hull integrity and create massive massive problems uh, so imagine something like a wrench right i think they should be a little more careful just a side note in fact on the sts 88 mission several objects were lost both intentionally and accidentally one such object was this an insulation blanket which is used to cover bare metal areas on the outside of the ship and stop heat leaks into outer space base. They are highly reflective and fold up when they are put into storage compartments, all characteristics common of the subject in the photo. At one point during this particular mission, astronauts need to secure them on the outside of the ship. During such an action, one of these insulation blankets became untethered and drifted off into space. He dropped his space blanket. Insulation blanket. Whatever. Two videos exist which record this incident on the exact day and time which the Black Knight photos were taken. During both videos... Uh, it's very important uh the video of these space blankets being released by accident of the space blanket it was one being released by accident were recorded at the exact time and date that the photographs the still photographs were taken of the alleged black knight satellite videos one can see the insulation blanket tumbling and rolling into space gleaming in the sunlight resembling the black knight well exactly yeah, and here we see, uh, you know, let's let's look at that again. We're going to see this space, and at one point it looks very, very similar, almost exact, to the still photographs 
that exist of the alleged Black Knight satellite. Like it tumbling and rolling into space, gleaming in the sunlight, resembling the Black Knight, well, exactly. Yeah, and here we get to see one of those thermal covers got away from you. And if that still doesn't convince you, an individual by the name of Ectoplasm 8 was able to point out the Black Knight object possessed the exact same cuts, creases, and tears that the insulation blanket lost during the mission bared. I, for one, think it's extremely safe to say that the Black Knight satellite has been thoroughly debunked. It clearly was an insulation blanket that was accidentally lost during the mission. This is an opinion shared by countless other skeptics as well as NASA itself. Now, the mythology and legends surrounding the image claiming it is 13,000 years old or Nikola Tesla received a transmission from it are all lies and myths created by conspiracy theorists wanting to fool somebody who hasn't taken the time to do some research and fact check them. Which yeah, God forbid that somebody actually go to the, the original source of the images. And again, there has been... Uh, there has been a whole bunch of different events from Nikola Tesla getting radio transmissions and people said it had to come from the Black Knight sat how how do you make that leap that jump that this had to come from uh, you know that Nikola Tesla was receiving transmissions from outer space further there was a ham radio operator who claimed at one point uh, I believe it was in the early 1960s this is how long this this uh, myth or legend of this Black Knight satellite, Dark Knight satellite, has been going. Uh, yeah, um, I don't, I don't buy it. I, I just don't buy it. It's like they strung together all kinds of different, uh, all kinds of different theories, happenings, historical events in order to create the illusion of this being real. Which makes me kind of sad when I see channels like Danger Dolan spreading horribly inaccurate and false information regarding the photo, instead of recognizing it as the boring and rather anticlimactic truth it is. Myself included, wanted it to turn out to be true, and I- Yeah, so now remember, the famous satellite where, the famous photo of the Black Knight satellite where it really looks like a more solid metallic object um, there are other pictures where it really, really resembles this thermal insulation blanket much more closely than the pictures. But of course, they're going to they're going to pick the best picture out of the bunch that looks like what they believe the Black Knight satellite is or should be. And uh, yeah, I, I I don't find that a coincidence. You know, they pick the best picture. To represent what they think it is. I have to admit the photos are truly awesome looking, in my opinion, resembling the monolith from 2001 A Space Odyssey. But nonetheless, we need to wake up and recognize the evidence. Yes, and here is the most famous photo of the apparent Black Knight satellite. And again, one can imagine that in the vacuum of space, that thermal insulation blanket is just tumbling around and, uh, yeah, that looks like that looks like a spacecraft. It looks like a manufactured 
large metallic object off in the distance. Um, yeah. But what if? Well, this guy's rather difficult to do a what-if section on, uh, as very few organisms can exist in the void of space and definitely not for extended periods of time, especially ones larger than the water bear. And furthermore, the body plan seems rather unfit to travel in a vacuum, in a low, basically, to zero gravity condition. Now, I'm going to take some time to talk about space fauna, because I like talking about space crap. The problem... Oh, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to kill this one. Now, I uh, neglected to play another uh, we're going to play one more video of uh, sort of an explanation of how these different historical events were combined really to create the illusion again of this black knight satellite it's it's like stringing together it's like stringing together many different things that are completely unrelated and somehow getting to the conclusion that you want. And this is how some of these conspiracies work. They don't go looking for evidence and then make a determination once they see all of the evidence. They form their, you know, opinion first, and then they go looking for evidence that supports the opinion they already have, that this thing is real. Um, somebody else did uh, there's a channel called Grunge, and they did an excellent explanation of the mystery of the Black Knight satellite. And from a historical perspective, it is a better job, again, than I could do. So I thought we would share that. And again, um, this is uh, fair use. We're going to be sharing this video, but we're going to be discussing its contents and its historical significance. We're educating the public about the mystery of the Black Knight satellite. This is the textbook definition of fair use. So we're going to cite fair use when we uh, play this specific video. And again, this is from the channel Grunge. And let's see if we can get this going. Oh, wait a second. Sorry, friends. I wasn't sure I got the audio. Let me try that again. Make sure that I get the audio. Getting better now. I'm realizing my mistakes before they go on for 20 minutes. And then somebody, and then I notice in the live chat that we don't have the audio. So let's call that progress, friends. Let's take a listen to this now. Okay. Lots of people believe in the abstract theory of alien life, but some people believe aliens have not only visited Earth, they actually placed a mysterious device into orbit above our planet thousands of years ago that they used to communicate with humanity. Sounds crazy? Here's a look at the mystery of the Black Knight satellite. Yeah, and I'm not sure how... How did they determine that it was 13,000 years old? But that figure, that this thing is 13,000 years old, has been... Uh, just thrown out there like it's a factual statement or somebody somehow determined that with science and math that it was 13,000 years old. There's no evidence that it's any number of years old. We don't, we just don't know. First sighting. In 1954, the New York Times ran an article saying that Dr. Lincoln La Paz had discovered two satellites orbiting the Earth. The reason this was news? In 1954, no country had managed to launch any satellites yet. Whatever La Paz saw, it was enough to worry the Pentagon for a while that the Russians might have beaten America into space. 
La Paz later said he made it all up. This was the uh, height of the Cold War. And again, the person that originally claimed to cite this object in the 50s later said that he made it up. Uh, I don't know why somebody would do that, but okay. But this, the, the fact that this gentleman later said that he made it all up uh, gets left out of the story. People cite him as the, you know, as citing this mysterious object, and the United States was very concerned about it because it could have been a Soviet satellite, but nobody had satellites yet. Um, but the fact that he later recanted and said that he made it, he made the sighting up for one reason or another, he made the sighting up, gets cut from the story. They, they, you know, you have to selectively edit your conspiracy theory. So if you have evidence that supports it's real, great. If that witness later recanted and said that he made it up, you, you just leave that part out of the story. Uh, well, the army said no such satellites existed. Still, many people believe the satellites were there and they were made by aliens. The Tesla connection. Nikola Tesla is the internet's favorite scientist and is famous for lots of other things too, like inventing the Tesla coil, his dislike of women, and his strange obsession with pigeons. Yeah, and I just want to mention, if you're going to create a conspiracy theory, if at all possible, it's very important that you tie in Nikola Tesla to your conspiracy theory. So that's why UFOs fly, you know, with electric propulsion that has something to do with Tesla coils, right? You've got to throw in some Nikola Tesla into your conspiracy. It really does help make that conspiracy much more believable. For some reason, I don't know why, but many, many conspiracies try and do tie Nikola Tesla in somehow. In 1899, though, he made his most controversial discovery when he claimed to have received an electric signal sent by aliens. He even published an article for Collier's Weekly, subtly titled Talking with the Planets, where he theorized the signal was from Mars. Modern conspiracy theorists, however, believe Tesla was actually intercepting a message from the Black Knight satellite. Yeah, so Tesla himself believed that the radio signals that he was somehow receiving were from the planet Mars or another planet in the solar system. He never said anything about a, uh, an alien satellite being the source of them, but that did not stop conspiracy theorists from saying, no, no, it was those, those, those signals he was receiving, they weren't coming from Mars, they were coming from the Black Knight satellite somehow. Okay. The next communication. According to Vice, in 1927, a Norwegian engineer named Jürgen Halls was listening to radio signals when he noticed that some of them had a strange echo. Despite turning to other physicists for help, Halls could never explain these long-delayed radio echoes, but some believe the answer is pretty obvious. Space Race Sighting By the end of the 1950s, the space race was in full swing, and both the U.S. and USSR had managed to put satellites in orbit. But according to... Yeah, one thing I always found curious about this whole... Uh, this whole story is that during the height of the Cold War in the 50s, the 60s, and even into the 70s, the United States was absolutely paranoid about what, what capabilities the Soviets had in space. Um, if there was any type of satellite up there, um, I believe that the, the United States would have had the resources to locate it and find it, study it, and figure out if it was Soviet or something else, that's never happened. And in the 1950s, that's when the first 
satellites, human satellites were launched, Sputnik, and then the United States followed soon thereafter. Um, so there was very little orbiting the Earth. If there was some kind of huge satellite that is orbiting the Earth, we would have seen it. Somebody would have seen it. And again, this conspiracy theory, basically, if you believe this conspiracy theory, you have to believe that every astronomer on planet Earth is lying. And they know it's up there, but they're, they're hiding it. Most uh, astronomical telescopes, even consumer-grade telescopes, should be enough to locate this satellite, especially because it is in the opposite orbit. In other words, it orbits the Earth the opposite way uh, that every other satellite orbits the Earth. Should be easy to spot, but nobody can show me pictures of an astronomer's telescope taking pictures of this thing or finding it in its orbit. Nobody can show me that. Skeptoid. On February 11th, 1960, a radar used by the U.S. Navy picked up the presence of a strange, dark, tumbling object that didn't belong to either country. Americans freaked out, worried that it was a new Soviet satellite, but Time magazine announced it was just an innocent piece of space junk. However, thanks to declassified documents, we now know that it was a cover-up, as it was actually an American spy satellite doing reconnaissance on Russia. But is that just another layer to the deeper cover-up of the Black Knight satellite? Hmm. Yeah, could be. It's, that's another part of this conspiracy theory. You have to believe that the United States government, NASA, everybody is trying to cover this thing up. And I would just like to submit for your consideration for what purpose what purpose would they be covering it up i i don't i don't know the lost tape even the french managed to get in on the conspiracy action in 1961 a scientist named jacques valet made a startling discovery there was a bright unidentified object in retrograde meaning it was moving in the opposite direction of earth's rotation the technology to put satellites in retrograde is available to humanity now but didn't exist at the time when Valet showed a recording of his findings, though, his superior confiscated the tape and erased the footage. Nobody knows why. But I would like to talk to him uh, about the, that tape. This is, again, another part of this conspiracy. Well, Jacques Valet got tape of it, but they confiscated and destroyed the tape. Again, a convenient excuse for why we can't see the tape that he apparently took. I don't know. I haven't done adequate research into his claims and if he, you know, ever recanted his claims or changed his story. I just don't know. Some people believe it's because the lost tape showed proof of the existence of the Black Knight satellite. Or maybe... An astronaut's alleged sighting. Here, here's another one that kills me. You know, people claim that an astronaut saw it on a space flight, but, uh, well, we'll let him tell that part of the story. Mercury 7 astronaut Gordon Cooper would seem to be a reliable source, so many conspiracy theorists put great stock in the rumor that Cooper saw the Black Knight satellite while orbiting the Earth. Allegedly, up to 100 more people on Earth even saw the satellite on their radar while tracking Cooper's flight. One problem, though. According to Skeptoid, Cooper was adamant that his sighting of the Black Knight was made up by UFO fanatics. So what's the truth? Only Yeah, Gordon Cooper later said that he never saw something that people describe as the Black Knight satellite. He saw something. I'm sure that he saw 
different objects while he was on space flights. But again, this is the this is the combination of many different historical things coming together to try to make this to desperately, I believe, try to make this story float. And so far, I think if you look into each of these separate historical events, uh, the stories begin sinking quickly. The aliens know for sure. The people of Epsilon Buotis. In the 1970s, science fiction author Duncan Lennon took those radio echoes Jürgen Halls discovered in the 1920s and mapped them against constellations. He concluded that the signals were from the star Epsilon Buotis and claimed the decoded message said this, our home is Epsilon Buotis, which is a double star. We live on the sixth planet of seven. Check that, the sixth of seven counting outwards from the sun, which is the larger of the two stars. Yeah, and I just wanted to mention, I'm not sure how you get from radio signals to suddenly decoding a message in English or any human language. How would they know our language enough to communicate in our language? So that seemed a little hokey to me. I remember hearing about this when I was first interested in this, probably around 2003 when those photographs first hit. And again, I was pretty convinced because most of the websites, most of the web pages at the time that were citing this as proof of the Black Knight satellite left out an important part of this specific, let's say, data point. Let's call this a data point. This gentleman is one data point in the story. So they included the data point that he decoded the signals and it said this, our home is Epsilon Buddhist, which is a double star. We live on the sixth planet of seven. Check that, the sixth of seven, counting outwards from the sun, which is the larger of the two stars. Um, you know, and, and it's interesting that today with the Kepler satellite, we could go and check Epsilon Buddhist to see if uh, it is a double star. I'm not sure if it is or isn't. I haven't looked into this specifically, but we could see if there's seven planets there. Today, we could prove or disprove this as being completely factually possible or being complete bullshit. I wish that uh, the people at NASA would get, I wish they had one guy there that just monitored weird conspiracies, right? and use the, 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 the planet hunting satellites to find out if people are full of shit or not. Because here's one example where they could go and find out if there really is seven planets around this Epsilon Buddhist and if it's a double star system or not. And additionally, they could also, you know, go check Zeta Reticuli and see if there could be habitable planets there because so many alien conspiracies say that these gray aliens are from, you know, Zeta Reticuli. Wouldn't it be nice if we could have scientific verification that, yeah, there could be some, you know, inhabitable planets there or not? <clears throat> yeah, so I always wished that NASA had sort of a weird desk guy whose job it was to look into this stuff and, like, say, no, no, we checked with our satellites. There's no planets. There's only one or two planets around Epsilon Buddhist, and it's not a double star or whatever, so that we could put this whole story to rest as being fake. Right. But instead, we get the conspiracy theorists citing this as absolute proof somehow. Our sixth planet has one moon. Our fourth planet has three. Our first and third planet each have one. Our probe is in the orbit of your moon. 
Lunin later withdrew his claims, but theorists believe the mention of a probe orbiting the moon is actually talking about the Black Knight satellite orbiting Earth. Recent sightings. In yeah, and this gentleman later said <clears throat> that what he did to decode this message was not scientific, and uh, he totally recanted his, I guess, statements that he had decoded this message, and here's what it said. So, and again, on every one of the web pages that was talking about the Black Knight satellite in 2003, they would mention this person decoding these these signals and what they said, but they would always leave out that he later again recanted, just like the person that apparently cited the Black Knight. This person, who was a science fiction writer, by the way, uh, later said, what I did was not at all scientific. I don't stand by my original statements or the that the translation is at all accurate. I'd like to get a hold of these um, of these signals that he apparently somehow decoded. Find out how you decode alien signals and see what I could see from the actual data of these things. But I have been unable to find any of this recorded data of these signals somehow. 1998, the crew of Space Shuttle Endeavour photographed something in orbit that looked very similar to other images of the alleged Black Knight satellite. However, it was concluded that it was probably just a thermal blanket that had been lost in space. In 2015, there were at least two sightings, including an object passing in front of the moon and footage of the satellite hovering over Florida before disappearing. And in April 2017, there was footage released to tabloids that supposedly showed an Illuminati rocket blowing up the Black Knight satellite. The jury is still out on this one. Oh, that's another one. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna have a conspiracy and you want it to be believable, you gotta you gotta weave in the Illuminati into this thing. But one thing is for sure: if that rocket was fired by the person who actually killed JFK, we could finally be close to getting some real answers. Thanks for watching. Click the grunt. Yeah, so uh, there we have it, friends. I uh, I did have I did have a few other things, um, but you know I really think that oh you know what I do have one more important one that I want to present because uh, it's important that you also that we also realize that people just like to fool people, right? People just like to create artificial evidence. And, you know, I believe the best artificial evidence that I found is, again, on uh, there's a, a website called ufofootage.uk, and they have a ton, a ton of UFO-related footage and things like that. And so... Just to show you, I'm going to uh, I'm going to show you one more video, and again, we're going to cite fair use. I don't know if this is a copyrighted fake video, but <laughs> you know, just to be safe, we're educating the public about this Black Knight satellite, and so uh, I believe that this is fair use. Um, Let's see if we can play this. And again, I tried when this, I remember when this video came out uh, and started making the rounds, I tried to find some sourcing for it, some information about where the video was taken, 
what it was a take it had to be taken from a spacecraft right so how many people were in space um but we don't ever get to any source material that we can verify as real or true or correct and i i think it's interesting that this video shows an incredible amount more detail than the space blanket photos did but let's take a watch And here we can see this definitely appears a lot more structured, right? It, it appears to be a lot more, look, this thing looks like a spacecraft or something. It looks like engines or nozzles here, maybe, some kind of portholes over here. Let's just watch it one more time. This looks a hell of a lot more convincing than the space blanket videos or space blanket photos, right? But again, no one can ever show me the, the source of this actual video, right? And it looked like there's a something flying across the right across too, right there. TR3B, right? I've seen somebody say that was a TR3B. There we go. <laughs> So, yeah, we bring together all kinds of different things. We throw in some fake evidence that somebody just created to fool people, I suppose. And all of these different historical events all converge, right? And we somehow, we somehow get, we somehow get a, a somewhat believable story out of the combination of all of these different events, all of this so-called evidence. I mean, I think it's interesting that two of the people that everyone cites as evidence totally went back on what they originally said and said, no, uh, uh, I made it up or I didn't use good science and I don't stand by what I said previously. It's just, you, you just don't know. And, you, you know, there is a, like I said, there is a treasured, trove of of information um i'm gonna i'm gonna share one more thing which is actually an article um yes and this article is called the black knight satellite a hodgepodge of alien conspiracy theories which uh i think is really is really interesting and this is from space.com Space mysteries for decades, different discoveries have been linked to a single possible spacecraft of extraterrestrial origin. Sometimes the introduction of a news report will stop you in the tracks, forcing you to reread in fear you didn't quite grasp the point the first time. That was certainly the case when Mail Online published a story on March 21st, 2017. An alien satellite set up more than 12,000 years ago to spy on humans has been shot down by elite soldiers from the Illuminati UFO from the Illuminati, UFO hunters claim. Wow. <laughs> it's been 120 years since conspiracists believe the existence of the Black Knight was recorded. Those who subscribe to the theory lay claim of an extraterrestrial spacecraft in near polar orbit of the Earth. Again, uh, this satellite supposedly goes the opposite rotation of the Earth, which is uh, the opposite way that every other satellite operates. Although they draw upon evidence so disparate that it's not entirely clear why people link them, what they amount to, however, is an intriguing set of ingredients that taken together cause people to scream loud about potential cover-ups by NASA and the government. In that sense, it is a legend that refuses to go away. 
the photo evidence that isn't evidence. Here we see a breakdown of the space blanket uh, photo. Yeah, and, and we have the story of the space blanket getting away. And here we see, this is another thing that drives me crazy. This is an artist's rendition of this the Black Knight satellite. And notice that we can see all kinds of, you know, kinds of structures, uh, astronaut debris, right? But then we get a picture, and this is the kind of stuff that people will repost as real. Like, there have been so many times when I saw somebody who used a photograph which was heavily manipulated of the Black Knight satellite or just a straight up artist rendering of the Black Knight satellite that wasn't a real photo and posting it as a real photo. This kind of stuff kind of drives me a little bit nuts when I see people posting that stuff as actual, you know, as actual evidence, it bugs me. It definitely bugs me. So, but it is what it is, friends. People are going to post, uh, you know, things that don't have a basis in reality. People are going to post things like that. And uh, I guess it's up to us to look a little deeper, right? To look into, into these things and decide for ourselves whether people, whether it's a real photo or if it's a 3D render that some artist did who happens to be a fan of this particular conspiracy theory. And well, friends, I think this is about what I have to present for our presentation tonight. But what do you think about the Black Knight satellite? I'm anxious to turn my total attention to the live chat. Um, I, uh, I would love to believe this story is true, right? It's a cool story. There's an alien satellite in space, right? And uh, that's it's just a cool story, an alien satellite in space. And again, how did they get that it was put here 13,000 years ago? I mean, it's just like they just made up that factoid, but, you know, still, a Black Knight satellite. Sounds like a cool kind of James Bond story to me, right? Could be part of the secret space program. Maybe that's a secret satellite nobody's supposed to know about. Maybe it's got space-based weapons on it and it was put there by you know some government of the earth either the russians or the united states and that's why people aren't allowed to know the truth about that satellite i have heard uh many many different explanations for this black knight satellite but unfortunately this is one that i you know could it be true i guess maybe but the likelihood, I think, of it being true is pretty low, considering the low level of actual evidence that people, uh, the low level of evidence that people seem to be determined to string together just to try to sell this story. And we have seen many UFO profiteers selling this story. Doesn't matter that NASA said it was a space blanket. Doesn't matter that we can prove that a space blanket got away the same day and time that the pictures that everybody's saying is this Black Knight satellite doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Don't bother me with the facts. My mind is already made up. This is definitely a problem. It's definitely a problem uh, that seems to happen in the so-called conspiracy UFO community. All right. So I'm going to turn my attention 
uh, in the live chat. KB says, I feel like I'm not alone when I say I would sleep much better if I just knew the truth about everything. Why, why, why can't we know? Yeah, these sometimes I can't sleep and I sit and I lay in bed and think of some of these stories which I'm into, which many of which cannot be proven or disproven, right? So, you know, kind of is what it is. One second, friends. Oh, and I just wanted to mention that tonight's show is for an old friend of mine. Um, and that friend reminded me, he asked me to do a show on the Black Knight satellite. Uh, and, and that friend of mine, his name is Tom Creary. And uh, Tom ran a BBS a long time ago, back in the day, uh, I, when I was a teenager, really. But and he was much older than me, but I hung out with him. And uh, we would, like, build computers and trade modems and things. And we both had bulletin board systems. This was, uh, you know, a bulletin board system was basically a home-based computer that you could call into with your modem. This was before the Internet took off. Everything was much more local. Anyway, he ran a BBS. So did I. Um, I think his was called like Realm of Hellfire or something like that. But anyway, uh, tonight's show is for him because he asked me, are you going to do a show about the Black Knight satellite? And I said, yeah, I've already got one. I got a folder of links and things. I have one ready to go. I just haven't gotten to that story yet. So for an old friend, I uh, took this story and jumped it to the front of the line so that he could get uh, to watch what he wanted to see me do a show about this Black Knight satellites. Did you see the Pepsi commercial? It was big budget, had Usher do a song, was weird at the time for commercial rap to randomly come out. Uh, no, I don't think that I have seen that. Looks as if 50-50, in my humble opinion. Out of mine says, I remember that commercial, Jiggy. <laughs> I did not know that. Keith Heismeyer says, Corey Good mentions this too, claims it was boarded. Yeah, because Corey Good likes to take existing UFO alien mythology and weave it into his own bullshittery. I've seen him do it time and time and time again. And Keith Heismeyer, I'm not sure that I, I don't believe that I've seen you here before. If you are new, then welcome, friend. Welcome, fellow truth seeker. Uh, I am only one of them. Uh, we have a, a great group here. I hope that you will subscribe to our channel. I'd like to see you back again. If you're interested in this kind of content, then you have found a good place to come and explore those topics. Welcome, Keith Heismeyer. William Pixley. Oh, boy. Man, Pix, I'm, you're going to give me a migraine, dude. Because it doesn't matter. You, with you, it doesn't matter what evidence I show that it's fake. you got to come in and say, no, it exists. It exists. Yeah, it may. But I guess you say the satellite exists. What it is, who the hell knows? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Out of Mind says, of course not so good uses this. Yeah. And, you know, I found another story that's funny and I think fake, and that is the story of the Roswell Rock. And I believe that was on Ancient Aliens. And we have both 
David Wilcock and Linda Mullen Howe supporting that story in the in the clips that I found about the Roswell rock, which was like a rock somebody found in Roswell with some symbols on it. And those symbols matched a crop circle in England. It must be aliens, bro. We may do a story on that one as well. <clears throat> Mario Heat. The Black Knight satellite is a dildo detection device from outer space. Let's hope that David Wilcock has access to it then. Because so far, David Wilcock has not found any of the dildos. None of them. None of them. Carol Utley, she's behind a paywall too. Yeah, of course. You got to put it behind a paywall, man. I should have put tonight's show behind a paywall and just said it was real, right? <laughs> William Pixley says, if I'm giving you a migraine, I consider my work done. No, you're not truly giving. It's a figure of speech. You're not really giving me a migraine. My children give me migraines. You have a long way to go before you're causing migraines. I have a big tolerance to headaches because I have two children. So my tolerance towards getting a headache is pretty high. <laughs> Deviate says, big old bag of dildos. Yes, friends. And please continue to hashtag, you know, number sign David Wilcock dildo seeker whenever you post about it. Dan Hogan, Dave, David Wilcock and Daniel Brinkley will be doing a three-part series aboard the Black Knight satellite for only $99. Yeah, put that shit behind a paywall, man. Yeah, he's got that backdrop that looks like Earth, right? It's probably like a $10 Amazon backdrop, but he says it's a spaceship. He could use that same backdrop. Just put some more black in the backdrop, right? And say, we're we're live on the Black Knight satellite. <laughs> William Pixley says, I need to work harder then. Yeah, please don't. I have enough stress and anxiety in my life. Oh, and I would like to mention that, like, how do I, how do I approach this subject? and and do it justice I, I don't know that i can quickly but i'm going to try um people are really uh sending me a lot of messages uh saying how dare you attack these people they're just trying to make a living uh to which i will reply uh and, and really they're upset because i'm going after people that are selling fake stories to people for money and listen i get it people need to make a living Okay, but when you come at me and say they're just trying to make a living, they're making a living selling fake shit to stupid people. They're taking advantage of people selling them fake stories. I find that more morally and ethically and maybe legally wrong. If you don't, then we'll agree to disagree. But I'm allowed to go after people that are selling fake shit. If they're going to be out there selling fake shit, they have to be willing to take criticism from someone like me. And if they're not, they're fucking cowards. So don't come at me with this. They're just making a living. How dare you attack these people? They're just trying to make a living. There's other ways to make a living besides selling people fake shit and fake stories. And I should be allowed to show people the proof that they're selling fake stories without getting, you know, I don't want to say gang stalks, but there's a lot of messages in my inbox. People pissed off at me. Uh, about the Dolan show, about David Wilcock. He's a spiritual guru. How dare you say he's fake? You know, okay, I get it. And, you know, people are passionate. They're going to, people are 
passionate people. They're going to, I guess I, I got to learn to expect that some people are going to push back when I uh, say somebody that is one of their heroes is fake. Um, yeah. And again, these people, some of these people that are coming after me are willing to just straight ignore facts so that they can continue in their delusion and in, in, in belief in things like the Wilson documents are real. Oh, and I just wanted to mention that I was not going to do a show on the Wilson documents, but due to the overwhelming number of stupid people that are claiming, I don't know what I'm talking about. I didn't do any research. I, you, you know, I'm an idiot. The Wilson documents are 100% real. Okay. Okay. Great. Then I'll show my evidence that they're 100% fucking fake. And then you can come back to me with your bullshit. But don't come back to me with personal attacks. Don't come back to me with any anything other than proving the facts that I will present about the Wilson documents as being factually incorrect. If I'm factually incorrect in the evidence that I will present, have at me. Go ahead. But don't fucking come at me with personal attacks. Don't ignore the facts. This is what some of these people do. I present all these facts, right? In the Dolan show about the CIA deathbed confession, there was so many data points, right? Like 30 or 40 data points of historical facts and evidence that dispute everything that this fake CIA guy was saying as being factually correct. And everybody that came after me about that show totally ignored all those facts and just told me I'm an asshole, you wear sunglasses, take those glasses off, you dumb dickhead. Like, these are the emails I'm getting. And by the way, again, I have a paralyzed eye. So I'm, I'm wearing, the, I wear these glasses for medical reasons, right? Okay, you can't, if you can't, if they cannot dispute the facts I present, they just go right to personal attacks. And again, if somebody is gonna tell me that it's okay to sell fake shit, to make money, I I disagree, and oh, they're not hurting anybody. Uh, they're stealing money from people, claiming that the information that they possess is factual and genuine and real, and then they take people's money, and then you find out that their stories are total fucking nonsense, bullshittery. I have a problem with that, and if you don't, we'll agree to disagree. If you think people should be able to to sell people fake stories and make money from fake stories they claim are real, all of these people, you think they should be able to do that, then fuck you. I don't think that, that should be, I don't think it should be legal. I think some of these people should face, a, like a jury, should look at what they've been doing and say, gee, uh, is that a crime? Here's an example for those people that need, you know, need me to make this simpler for you to understand. If I sell you something and I tell you this is a real diamond and then you purchase the diamond and you find out that that diamond that I claimed was a real diamond was fake, that would be a criminal act on my part. But somehow people presenting information as real and factual and taking people's money when it's not real or factual, it's fake is somehow not a criminal act. Or, like I keep saying, it goes right to the edge of legality. Go right to that line, that gray line, right? Stay in the gray. Don't, get, don't go all the way in the black. But go as gray as you can, right up to the line where you're going to suffer some legal problems from doing this shit. And that, my friends, is what I feel most of these people do.
and we can always count on William Pixley to tell me I'm wrong. Uh, you claim folks are selling fake shit. Some are, but some are not. This is a tough ass field. The government is controlling the info and they don't want their game known. Yeah, the men in black, William Pixley, they're trying to prevent that alien disclosure. Yeah. Jeanette Krasenko, that's craziness, truth seekers. Yeah, it, it is. It's definitely crazy. Um, I'm going to forego my usual begging bowl spiel and begging for money, but let you know that there is a PayPal donate button on the about page of our YouTube channel here. And uh, there is also a donate by Patreon. And Patreon is a dollar the month, a dollar a month if you want to give a donation by PayPal uh, just add the note and put your user ID in the live chat in the note and whatever you want me to read online and I on the show and I will do that and thank everyone for their kind and generous financial support that is keeping the show rolling here we're hoping that we're going to upgrade to the pro version of StreamYard soon and then we're going to add five more destinations right now we're streaming on Twitch YouTube and uh, Facebook live <laughs> oh boy, we're going to start a debate. Dan Hogan, who do you believe is not selling fake shit? Uh, well, that question is for picks. But you, you, listen, I neglected to mention somebody that I should mention. Um, a few people ask me, well, who's an information source that you actually trust about all this stuff? And I had to think long and hard, and there are very few. Uh, but one person who I think does excellent fact-based investigative work and is not biased one way or the other, he wants to get to the truth, is John Greenwald from the Black Vault. I've been very impressed with him since I was 15. We're about the same age. He started this website when he was like 15 years old. And I remember first hearing about the Black Vault years and years ago. And wow, isn't that a cool idea? He's going to get secret government documents and put them all in one place. But besides his FOIA work and his work on exposing government corruption and secrecy, just his general way of doing things is very organized, very, uh, very fact-based. And he doesn't care. Honestly, I don't, I don't know him well, but I kind of get the impression from him that he doesn't care if the story is true or false. He just wants to get to the bottom line of it. And he does very good work. I would suggest that you check him out and support him for his good work. How come nobody ever comes back and says, I was wrong? The government doesn't have to control it. People believe anything. Yeah, yeah, people do believe anything. And Out of Mind was kind enough to copy my PayPal. You can click on that link and send me some money, people. Send me some money. Okay, let's see here. William Pixley says, My point is skepticism is easy. Understanding, discerning the truth from what we think we know isn't. Yeah, listen, I will give you I, I will give you that. It's not an easy field. This there's so much there's so much out there, so much information out there that even digesting it becomes a bit of a problem, right? It becomes a it becomes a problem. And out of mind again kindly supporting me by posting my Patreon. And there at Patreon, you could get, we do a monthly audio journal. This month, 
for sure, I am releasing the last of the MindHack demos, and the Patreon supporters will then be given, uh, the entire MindHack system will then be put back together and free for all Patreon supporters. This will be a retail product, which will be selling, I believe, for $49. Yes, I too will have a course. Um, but if you're already a Patreon supporter and you're just paying a dollar a month, you get the whole thing for free. And the Patreon supporters have gotten pieces of that project the entire time it's been being produced. That's what the Backstage Pass gets you. That plus an audio journal. And, you know, I think Dolan is a real and serious person. I also believe the same about Greer, but his woo stuff is indeed wooey. That doesn't dismiss the monster contribution. Oh, man. Picks. Oh, man. Oh, I I, 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 I don't. I don't really want to argue with you today. So I'm going to uh, say stay tuned for more about Stephen Greer and stay tuned for more about Richard Dolan. And, and we will. Uh... Okay, let's see. I don't like Greenwald. If he's so good, why has he promoted Jordan Sather when he was investigating the QAnon? He could find info about Sather involved in Docsgate. Haven't talked to him about that, but if he's investigating QAnon, uh, Sather is one of the leading QAnon sort of personalities, so I don't blame him one bit for interviewing him. Did he promote him? I don't think he promoted him. I think he interviewed him, and there's a difference. I've interviewed many people that I do not promote or support what they're saying, but I still wanted an interview for various reasons, so I think we have to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. Great point, Jasmine. True fact, Jasmine. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to look that look. I, I didn't watch that interview because I can't stand Jordan Sather. Um, there's a reason we have lemon laws, so people can't sell crappy cars. Last I checked, we are a nation of laws. Whether they get followed is another topic. Absolutely. Do people follow? Do people follow the laws? I, I do not know. You know, generally, I think people do. But if you know human nature. Here's the thing about human nature, and, and I think it applies to these UFO hucksters selling these fake stories. It's just human nature. If you think you could get away with something, you, you try it, right? You remember when you were a kid and like mom's not paying attention, the cookie jar's right there. I think I can go in there and grab some cookies before she notices. You know, it's human nature. Try to get away with what you can. And I think these people all are trying to get away with everything that they can, everything that they can. And friends, if anybody does give a donation, I'm going to ask you to please kindly mention it in the live chat in all caps so that I know a donation came in because I have the PayPal up, but sometimes I forget to keep hitting refresh or, or whatever. So, and uh, yeah, you can also bump up your donation, monthly Patreon donation by editing the amount. Deviate it. Thank you for that. Yes, you can give me, you can forget about just giving me a dollar. You could give me $800 a month or whatever, whatever you feel. Jasmine Emmerich, no, he promoted him. I'm not aware of that, Jasmine. So please DM me on Twitter and let me know exactly what you're talking about or why you find fault with what he did. Because by and large, I, I really think that he does good work. Look at the stuff he's looking into. Look at all he has looked into for TTSA and Elizondo, right? He's gotten actual, you know, people from the Pentagon to comment on things. I wish that I had, I don't know how, but he does have a lot of clout with government types. They know who he is because of his years of filing these FOIA requests. They're like, oh, this is that guy from that Black Vault site. 
and they know they're going to have to deal with him. Me, I don't have, I guess, the leverage to get comment from some of these people. I try, right? Hit the like button, please. Yes, Carol Utley, please do hit the like button. Another way that you can support me, I know funds are tight for everybody. They sure are for me, which is why I'm here with my begging bowl out. Uh, every marketable skill that I have is really off the table, trying to make money in this weird new world and work from home. Um, so this is what I'm attempting here. And so far, uh, you know, I've been very fortunate that you guys have really helped me a lot and I appreciate it. But if you don't have a few bucks, I understand. The other way that you could support me is to like, comment, and subscribe and share this video on social media. Other thing that I'm asking everybody to do is everybody here in the live chat or everybody watching this, you're interested in this. You for sure have a few friends that are also interested in these kind of topics. So please do copy my channel address on YouTube and email it, DM it, PM it on Facebook, post it on social media and ask your friends to subscribe. We really need to get the subscriber count up. William Pixley, Stephen, I love you, man, seriously, but your dismissal of Dolan and Greer, even given their missteps, is just lame. You need to see the big picture. Not everyone gets everything right. All right, uh, Pix, I'm going to do this quickly. Stephen Greer promoted a video where he said that he was calling in alien spacecraft, right? And he charged people money for this event, and it can be proven that there was military exercises right in that area where he made that video where flares were being dropped, right? That's one. I'll just give you one. Dolan, I'll give you two quickly. Dolan supported the Roswell slides. He promoted the Roswell slides. He helped sell that hoax. That's one. Number two, the CIA deathbed information, deathbed confession. We can pick that apart and prove that's completely and totally fake. There are more examples with Dolan, but I don't wanna go too far into that. Dolan has time and time again tried to profit from selling fake shit. Does he, did, he, did he know this stuff was fake? I think he did in a few cases. Uh, let's just say a mutual friend told me that he knew for a fact that that CIA guy was fake after the video was made, right after the interview. And apparently he told Jeremy Corbell, uh, I don't think I want to be involved in this project uh, if we can't verify this man's military and, and claims of being employed by the CIA. There's no value in this. And I, and I don't want, you know, I, I don't really want to be involved in this. And Corbell ran with the story anyway. He's got legal means to force that down if he wants to, if he wants to be, if he wants to divorce himself from participation in that hoax, he, he can force Corbell to take that down. He hasn't. Hit the thumbs up on the video, please, guys. Yes, please do. I'll send you the Greenwald Sather Twitter thread if it has hasn't been removed yeah please do yeah i remember though that people were pissed off at him for having say they're on a show or something like that i don't remember the details i'm i'm still just wondering how greer has gotten away with it for so long if he's wrong in everything that he says i'm not saying he's wrong in everything that he says but he's wrong in a lot of things that he says oh yeah and that's another one william pixley we'll give you two for stephen greer he claimed that he briefed a CIA director. The CIA director later said, no, I sat at a dinner with him and his wife 
me and my wife were seated at the same table at a social event. We didn't really talk about UFOs. I didn't get an actual formal briefing from him ever, ever. And by the way, it's John Greenwald who found that information on Greer. So he lied about briefing a CIA director of CIA and Keltruth. How does he get away with it? I, I don't know. Uh, I think, like I said, these guys go right to the gray area. What's that? I tried to give you $100 a month, but you wouldn't let me. Oh, picks. I will let you give me $100. I will let you give me as much money as you can give me. I am broke as shit right now. Just trying to scrape by and survive to the next month. He's even backpedaled on Elizondo, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong then. Maybe I'm not keeping up as much as I uh, don't send Cambia money. He'll waste it on dildos. No, I purchased dildos from some money that I had saved for something else. I don't use any of the show's money to purchase dildos. Um, you know, but that may change. It depends. I mean, if we're swimming in cash, why not buy some more dildos for David Wilcock, right? Why not? My friends think I'm nuts. Yeah. Tell truth. Greer has assembled over a thousand. Oh, come on. It's to speak their truth. To dismiss him, disclosure is just dumb. Where's the thousand? Really? A thousand? William Pixley? That's a bold. I'd like a list. Can you give me the list of all thousand people? This is the kind of stuff that people say about him. This is his propaganda that you're regurgitating, Pix. So now you believe the government weak. Sometimes I do. Regarding these topics, my friends will think the same of me, Dan Hogan. Yeah, everybody thinks I'm a little nuts, too. 1954 UFO researcher Donald Kehoe told newspapers that the United States Air Force had reported that two satellites orbiting Earth have been detected. Thank you, Melissa. And I, I don't, if you could send me, truthseekers at gmail.com, if you could send me that article that you're citing, uh, I would very much like to see it. And I don't believe that I have seen you here before, Melissa. Welcome. Welcome to our group here. If you like topics like this, you have found a good place and a good group. And I hope you will subscribe. And I hope that I see you here again. Welcome. Melisa. Is that, is that how you say it? Melisa or Melisa? Looks more like Melisa. I said there have been missteps. Yeah. Yeah, but how many do you give them, Pix? How many times do you catch them lying before you say, I'm not going to listen to anything this liar says, right? When I was a kid, I would give every friend of mine one, right? When I was a kid. Remember that? Like, you know, your friend told you that, you know, whatever, some kind of tall tale, and you go, you find out it's bullshit, you give him one. But if, you get, if he does it again, you go, ah, this guy's bullshit. So that's kind of where I'm at, Pix. I'm like, I, I've seen them lie and sell fake shit so many times that I'm just not interested anymore in what they have to say. Yes, at the same time, no country had the technology to launch a satellite except USSR working on a secret project to deliver Sputnik. Yeah, I believe that I saw some mention of there being uh, some sort of two, I believe. Yeah, two satellites orbiting Earth had been detected. Um, whether they were actual technological man-made satellites, they could have been uh, meteors or rocks, you know, asteroids that somehow came into Earth's orbit and were, and were orbiting, we really, I don't know. 
But that's an interesting part of this Black Knight satellite story that people definitely have latched on to. Greer is a joke, so is Dolan. The moment you charge money for a seminar of nothing, you're a joke. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Greer is besties with a Rockefeller, so he's not to be trusted in my mind, but that's just me. Maybe. I think I'm a little crazy at times too, Jasmine, but I just love this stuff so much. I, As much as I bust balls on so much of this stuff being fake, I can't help it. I got I to gotta keep looking into it because it, some of this stuff is fascinating to me. Some of this stuff is is a great mystery, and who doesn't love a great mystery, right? No, no, I do not think Dolan put him out. Knowing his credibility can be undermined. Come on, man. The deathbed confession was a huge misstep. Agreed. For once, I agree with William Pixley. Taking part in that CIA deathbed confession was a huge, huge misstep, especially after being caught being involved in another hoax, the Roswell slide. So that's two hoaxes that he's been involved in right now. Two, maybe three if we count Bob Lazar, but the jury's still out. People still believe that he may be real. No, I don't think so. Hell, Greer had Logan Paul learning about his latest BSC5. What have Greer and Dolan done for disclosure? Nothing. We are no closer. We are not closer to disclosure than we were 20 years ago. I agree with Mario Heat on that point. I don't think we're any closer to any kind of real disclosure. Wow, I'm way behind, guys. So I'm going to. Melissa, hi there, darling. Did not see you there. Hope you are well. Oh, so see, uh, Melissa, you have friends here already, I think, which is a good thing. Uh, I'm glad to see new people starting to find us. Woolsey is lying his ass. Oh, that's it. Yeah, so is Admiral Wilson, Pixley. Admiral Wilson's lying too, right? The government, they just lie. Of course the government lies sometimes, right? But come on, man. You're going to ignore evidence then. You have to, if you want to believe Stephen Greer about, you know, briefing that guy, then you have to deny a factual statement from that gentleman. And you have to, yeah, you have to do what you're doing and claim he's lying about it. Sure. Yo, I was joking about the money. You know, no problem, Mary. I know you're joking. It's fine. More than a thousand. Terrible fail, Stephen. Okay, send me the list. I want a thousand names, William Pixley. There's your homework. And we'll start batting them out one by one, right? Boy, what kind of content could you give me, William Pixley? Give me the list of a thousand people, right? We'll go through their stories one by one. There's a thousand shows there, maybe. Do I want that list? Fuck yeah, William Pixley. Send me the list, right? And hey, William Pixley, not to be an asshole, but you know who some of the people on that list of a thousand are? Do you know? Clifford Stone, right? You know that guy? Worked on alien crash retrievals, right? Was a sergeant in the army, right? Go look up what that guy's talking about now. He's talking about having superpowers now. So not only did he interface with aliens, years later he decided he has psychic superpowers and past lives and all kinds of fucking woo-woo bullshittery. That's the quality of some of his so-called witnesses, man. And that guy's story sounds real great until you see what he goes off and talks about later when people tire of his first story, you know, participating in a crash retrieval program. Melissa, out of mind, some stuff coming my way, but safe and cool for now. Hope you are doing well. Yeah, I hope Adam Mine and Melissa are both doing well. Here you go, Jeanette. 
Steven struck Steven struggling to stay relevant. Greer Logan Paul learns about a miraculous CE5 healing. Yeah, some of this stuff is just over the top ridiculous. Uh, I am a thousand levels above top secret. I have spoken to generals from Russia, North Korea, and Mars. Believe me, I'm just like Greer, and I'm telling you he's lying. Yeah, could could be. Could be. Jiggy said it best the other night. If these people really had the truth, they wouldn't be hustling on a conference scene. These guys would be zillionaires and we would have disclosure already. Good point. Excellent point. And uh, Jiggy is often correct in his uh, in his analysis of some of these people. Maria Alyssa. My, my niece's name is Alyssa. I've always liked that name, Maria Alyssa. And, and that's a good way to put a user ID together, right? That's like both your names slapped together. I like that. I like both the name Maria. My mother's name was Mary, and I had an Aunt Maria. Uh, and I, I have a niece named Alyssa. So it's Melissa then, which is kind of like mm, the name Melissa just spelled way weird. Anyway, welcome, Melissa. Good to have you here. Hey, Pix, I didn't say I didn't believe Greer. I was just wondering how he gets away with it. If he's wrong, I've watched everything there is to watch Greer has done. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how some of this works. Well, friends, I am way behind. Okay, the tiny alien corpse thing Greer and Emery tried to sell lost me on both of them. Yeah, me too. They, they were selling that shit for years. Greer made millions off of that in the form of this documentary. Right. And just by coincidence, right, they start doing all the DNA as that movie ends and we don't get any of the actual results until after the movie comes out. Are you fucking kidding me, Stephen Greer? That's a coincidence. You make a documentary about this fake alien that you have, but you don't put the DNA results in the fucking movie. You know why? Because there's no fucking movie when we find out that it's just a human. And it's not an alien. There's no fucking movie. There's no millions to be made selling this fake alien if you let people know the truth. I think he rushed that thing out knowing that the results were going to come back and prove that it was a human. Lost, yes. Not the link denial. <laughs> my jury is still on Greer with my newfound healthy skepticism. I don't know what I think anymore. Yeah, it's, it's very common. Where did the tiny alien go? I'm not quite sure. I think it's still in Greer's possession, though. Uh, I could be wrong. The fact that you're open to change is everything. Yeah, you have to at least be willing to consider that you're wrong and these people are selling you fake shit. It just disappeared. Yeah, we haven't heard anything about it since the news that it was just an alien, or excuse me, just a human when the DNA results came back. We haven't heard anything about it. Funny that. Uh, we have Stephen Greer, though, claiming that it's also kind of conspiracy to hide the truth about aliens, bro. You know, when you're caught selling fake shit, that's what you got to do. You got to pull out the men in black or claim it's a conspiracy and a cover up. That's what you got to do. Those are the two moves. The fact people want to just dump on everyone who has invested serious professional rep, et cetera, to bring forward the truth, wherever it may be, is precisely why I defend the folks who play out critically important ground. Yeah, well, probably in a landfill. Yeah. The topic is fascinating, and for me, there's a place where maybe I want this stuff to be true, but I won't naively believe. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. William Pixley, name one universal life-changing truth Greer has provided with his professional rep. And yes, and let me remind you, 
William Pixley, he's made millions so far at this. As many times as he's been wrong, he's still made millions. Wilson is lying. Oh, here we go. Wilson's lying. I'm not ignoring the evidence. Yes, you are. If you're claiming Wilson is lying about the Wilson documents, you're ignoring the evidence. Here's the evidence. Admiral Wilson says this is a work of fiction. This meeting never took place. So that's a factual statement from this man. If you're ignoring the evidence, you're ignoring his factual statements. Yes, you're ignoring the evidence. David Wilcock was at Greer's disclosure event. Yeah, uh, he loves to he loves to throw that in and mention that constantly. Invested serious money on a pyramid scheme conference paywall. You mean? Yeah, it could be. I trust the 1,000 people plus who have spoken up. Then, then no offense, picks. Then you're a little stupid because go look up. Look, I gave you one. Go look up Clifford Stone. Come back after you've digested everything that he's talked about, right? Come back and tell me that that is a credible witness. You're fucking kidding me. You're fucking kidding me, right? You're just fucking kidding me. Who the fuck is going to remember anything Greer did, legacy or not, or the serious movie? Okay there. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Let's see. Picture walking on a document, step right into the ocean, no longer in two feet, and solid ground. Yeah, look, I, I, like, I like Pix. He's a good guy. He's after the truth, but he's a little too believing yet. He's still a little too believing, right? And I've been there. I've been there. I used to defend these guys. I used to argue with my friends who said they were fake. You don't know. You you just can't handle the truth, right? Jeanette, the only thing I believe is we are alone. I am weighing all the info that comes down the pipe. Well, I that I see. There we go. We have a point where we agree, and that is what... Uh, breeds better, brings better understanding between friends. We have some common ground there. I believe we are not alone. Uh, it just would be a tremendous waste of space. Um, where is the four-year-old 10-inch human? Yeah, I don't know. Nobody knows. You say he makes millions. Prove it. Picks. Go look up the crowdfunding. He did crowdfunding for both of his last movies, right? Each of the crowdfunding was more than a million dollars for both movies, right? Did it cost a million plus to make each of those movies? A fucking course not. It cost a tenth of what he collected, maximum, maximum. He spent $100,000 on each of those movies, and that's if he hired Hollywood's best video editors, cinematographers, sound design people, musicians, right? 3D effects guys, maybe, maybe he spent $100,000. So he pocketed at least $900,000, I believe, from each of those movies. So yeah, he's making millions. To believe Wilson, given the reality of how seriously the government seeks to squelch this whole matter, is sad. Sorry, uh, I believe him. What pressures are being put on Wilson? Yeah, none, none. He's retired. Stephen, you have said you believe we are not alone. Yeah, I, I do believe that. William, do you have an insider info? We don't. I I may. Oh, and there's Jean-Claude. James Gillian, he said he has very, very low opinion of Greer. Something about young boys, James said during a conference. Whoa, I got to hear that. And Jean-Claude, you're a little late. Can I get you anything? You know, like a fucking watch, maybe? No, I'm kidding. You were probably streaming, right? Uh I got to catch up with your show when I get a chance. 
and thank you for having me on as a guest. I got a lot of good feedback. A uh, few people sent me links to your show and said, I didn't know you were going to be on Jean-Claude's show, and I didn't even know that they watched you. So we have friends in common, apparently, and that's good. I've donated money to all those guys over the years. Me too. Read their books only to discover they just changed the subject. Yeah. All right, here we go. Fix it. Prove it. You don't know what the finances of the film are. You are spewing nonsense here. It's informed speculation. Uh, do you know that I, for a time, was a video editor? Did you know that? Did you know I was a video editor and I know what it takes to produce a film, right? I was an actor in a bunch of, let's just say, uh, less than successful horror movies. I know something about making films. I know something about making documentaries. I have several friends who worked for PBS creating documentaries. You can look at the production value of his films and know he did not spend a million dollars on either of those films. I'd bet my house on it. Can I prove it? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll look into those crowdfunded things and show everyone just how much money he collected, right? <laughs> William Pixley, stop capping for the fraud. Yeah, man. You know, it's not, look, it's not personal. Gillian is one of the most prolific frauds in the community. Yeah, and he's got a problem with women apparently too. So for him to be claiming somebody's got sexual identity problems or whatever is, is a problem. It's a real problem. I listen away all the info. I'm not an insider, but I'm a damn fine analyst. But you're misinformed about a lot of things. That's my personal belief, and we'll agree to disagree. Well, Pixley, don't tell me who to cap for. Thanks. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's getting heated in the live chat tonight. See, everybody's very passionate about these subjects, which is one of the reasons why I like this kind of subject, because people are very passionate in their beliefs, right? <laughs> so am I. Calm down. Yeah. Get a grip, Mario. Oh, boy, friends. What are we, we going to do? What are we going to do? One second, friends. Oh, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting summoned by my wife. Uh, so we are going to, uh, I think we're going to wrap things up here for tonight's show. I want to thank, uh, wait, before I do that, I got to, I got to check. One thing here. Gonna check if uh, anybody sent a PayPal donation, and I don't believe that we did get any PayPal donations tonight. So uh, there's okay. So there's that. Uh, I do want to welcome. There's been several, a few people that have joined Patreon in the past week or two. Um, I'm gonna have to check on that and thank you guys tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the boss has spoken. You have no idea. You must be married, Jean-Claude, right? Okay, good show. Good discussion, night all. Yeah, so have an awesome week, everyone. So, friends, on that note, I am going to sign off for the night. I do want to thank each and every one of you uh, for joining me. Remember, it's Truth Seekers. That's plural. I can't do this alone. I need you here with me to... Uh, complete the journey with me. We're all in this together, trying to find the truth behind these strange subjects. And 
uh, we will continue to move forward, move ahead, doing just that. There should be another show at 10 p.m. tomorrow night. I'm trying very hard to keep up with the consistency to uh, to stay in the good graces of the algorithm God that I worship. Praise be to the YouTube algorithm. We need more subs. We need to be higher in the search engines. Praise be to the YouTube algorithm. Please find favor in our little show here and help us to move up in the search engine. Help us to find more subscribers. Praise the YouTube algorithm. That's my life now. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if it would help to pray to the YouTube algorithm, but at this point, I'm willing to give it a try. <laughs> and with that, friends, I will sign off for the night. So thank you all for joining me very much. Please join me again tomorrow night at around 10 p.m. for another show. Until next time, friends, I'm Stephen Cambion. Good night. <laughs>